welcome to the Happy Gut Podcast. I'm Jamie Wagner, registered nurse and gut health coach. I believe that gut health is central to your health and well-being. On the Happy Gut Podcast, we talk about how the gut affects every aspect of your health, including your digestion, skin, hormones, mental health, mood, behavior, cravings, weight, and well, basically everything. If you're struggling in any of those areas, then you're in the right place. Or if you simply want to implement healthier habits so you can live more vibrantly, energetically, and joyfully for a longer time, then you're right where you need to be. On the Happy Gut Podcast, my goal is to empower you with science-backed information so you can fix your gut and live your best life. Let's dive into today's topic. Hey, y'all. Welcome or welcome back to the Happy Gut Podcast. If you are returning, you've been here before, thank you so much for continuing to listen. And if you're new here, welcome. So great to have you. I do recommend going back and listening to episodes one through six as well. They are jam-packed with tons of great information about gut health, and it's a great starting point to kind of get to know what gut health is, what this podcast is all about, and all that fun stuff. So jumping right into today, I am talking about 14 different gut healing nutrients and why they are beneficial for your body. A common misconception about health or gut health is that you have to restrict a bunch of different foods or maybe even cut out a lot of foods because you might be sensitive to them. But the truth is there are a lot of gut healing and gut friendly foods out there and you do not have to starve yourself. Yay, that's good news, right? In this episode, I'm going to talk about 14 different specific gut healing nutrients and why they're potentially beneficial. But keep in mind, everybody is unique and can be affected differently. But generally, these nutrients I'm about to list are great things to include in your diet. Many of them are anti-inflammatory, and as we probably know by now, inflammation is at the root of many diseases and symptoms. Before I get started, I want to say none of this is medical advice, and if I mention supplements, make sure you talk to your doctor before taking anything new. All right, let's just jump right into number one, bone broth. Maybe you've heard of this before if you're familiar with the gut health space, but bone broth possibly helps repair the gut lining. There have been studies done in rats where it has shown this, but we do still need some more studies on humans, but it's thought to have the same effect of repairing that gut lining. Bone broth also has minerals like calcium, magnesium, phosphorus, and potassium, which are very important for your body to function properly. Bone broth is also potentially anti-inflammatory because it has amino acids like glycine and arginine that have anti-inflammatory effects. It also has collagen. Collagen is found in bones, ligaments, and tendons, so during cooking of bone broth, collagen is broken down into a gelatin. This gelatin formed in the bone broth can bind to water in your digestive tract to help move move some food through more easily so your digestion is happening more easily. There is an amino acid in gelatin called glutamine, which helps make the gut wall strong and functional, and it can help prevent or heal leaky gut. Maybe you've heard of the supplement called L-glutamine, so kind of keep that in mind. Bone broth is also an excellent source of protein, and it's a very easy source of protein. It satisfies hunger, and it helps with appetite control, and it's also low in calories. Studies show that eating soup on a regular basis can increase satiety or feelings of fullness and may be associated with lower belly fat and body weight. So you can make bone broth at home. There are some recipes online that you could find and make it yourself, or you can buy it at the store. 
You can also drink bone broth. You can just put it in a mug, warm it up, and drink it, and that's a great way to get that into your diet. You can also put it in soup or stew, of course, or cook your vegetables in it, etc. There are a few different ways that you can use bone broth and get the effects from it. All right, let's move right along to number two on this list of gut-friendly or gut-healing foods. Number two is fermented foods, which are basically probiotics in food form. So these populate the gut with good bacteria or probiotics, and these good bacteria can help reduce allergies, improve digestion, as well as brain health and reduce inflammation. So these fermented foods can also enhance your immune system, so help fight off germs, regulate your inflammation, stuff like that. It also helps with nutrient absorption to make sure that you are actually absorbing your nutrients and they're not just passing through your body. So some examples of these fermented foods are sauerkraut, yogurt. Uh, For yogurt, you want to get high quality, though, so full-fat yogurt unsweetened yogurt, maybe coconut yogurt if you can't tolerate dairy, or I know there are some cashew-based ones, things like that, but we want to make sure that they're unsweetened and they're high quality. Kefir, kombucha, miso, tempeh, organic pickles. Uh, For example, with this, we want to do it without vinegar, though, because food companies will sometimes use vinegar, and it actually kills off the beneficial bacteria. And going back to sauerkraut, sometimes there are Companies that do pasteurized sauerkraut, and this pasteurization process actually kills off the good bacteria, which sort of defeats the purpose of these fermented foods. So it's important to get these high-quality options. Number three on this list is collagen powder. So collagen powder may help to repair your gut lining and heal leaky gut. Remember when I talked about collagen in the bone broth conversation? So think about that. Collagen powder—sorry, I just hit my little table— Um, Collagen powder also may help with IBS. It can be a really good protein source. The collagen powder that I use is 10 grams of protein per serving, so I just throw it in my coffee, and that's just an extra 10 grams of protein in the morning. More studies do need to be done on collagen powder, but it really can't hurt to add it into your diet. It's a really great option for a protein powder, and just make sure, again, you get high-quality, unsweetened collagen powder, and you can put it in your water, your coffee, a smoothie, Um, There are lots of different ways that you can use it. You can even use it in baking. So collagen powder is a great option. Number four on this list of 14 gut healing nutrients is turmeric. Turmeric is incredible. So turmeric is anti-inflammatory. It supports your gut and your liver. It increases nutrient absorption. So again, making sure we actually absorb and use all those nutrients that we're taking in. It helps your body to be able to break down protein It improves bile secretion, which helps to break down fats. So we're improving digestion here. It is antimicrobial, so it can kill off bad bacteria or bad uh, bugs that we don't want in our gut. It can inhibit histamine-producing bacteria. So if you have a histamine issue, it can help with that. It helps repair the gut lining, so get rid of that leaky gut. It improves brain health. It actually may increase BDNF, or brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And there are a lot of different ways that you can use turmeric. So it is actually best to consume it with fat, so just keep that in mind. But you can add turmeric to stir-fries, your vegetables, eggs, meat, even tea and lattes. Or you can make golden milk with it. You can make turmeric shots or juices, like I've made a something called jamu juice before. And it's all just very, very beneficial for your gut. Turmeric is incredible for you. Number five on this list is aloe. 
I want to preface to talk to a doctor before consuming aloe. If you consume it, it can actually act as a laxative and cause some issues. So if you're going to the bathroom pretty frequently or you have diarrhea, things like that, definitely talk to a doctor before using it because you don't want to make it worse. But aloe can help to soothe your digestive system and can lower inflammation. It can also be antimicrobial and kill off those bad germs that we don't want in the gut. You can also put it on your skin for sunburns or other inflammatory skin conditions. You've probably heard of aloe vera or used it. So aloe is a great option for that as well. Number six is organic meat and fish. That kind of rhymed. I didn't mean to do that. But Meat and fish is a great source of protein. It's also a fat source uh, for omega-3 fatty acids specifically. And I probably could have put omega-3 fatty acids in their own category for this list because omega-3s are so important in the diet. Omega-3s help to lower risks of diseases such as diabetes, cancer, autoimmune disease, depression, dementia, inflammation, and more. I take omega-3 supplements because it's just very important and also for skin health. So also... These The organic meat and fish can help to rebuild your cells. So the protein and fat in these is just very, very high quality and great for you. Some great examples would be organic grass-fed beef, organic chicken, organic turkey, pork, you know, all those things, as well as wild-caught salmon and cod, shellfish, shrimp. There are lots of different options out there that are great for you. The only one that you kind of have to take caution with is too much tuna because it can have high mercury levels if you eat too much of it. But most people don't have that issue. Just something to keep in mind, though, I guess. Number seven on the list of 14 gut healing or gut-friendly nutrients is coconut products. So coconut products are high in lauric acid, which actually kills pathogens, including bacteria and fungi that we don't want to overgrow. And actually, some people, maybe you've heard this before, some people think that coconut oil or saturated fats are bad for you and cause heart disease. But this has actually been debunked. It can become a problem when it's consumed in high sugar or starch diets or processed foods diets. But coconut oil has actually shown to improve good cholesterol or HDL and lowers total cholesterol. And total cholesterol is actually a better indicator for health than LDL or bad cholesterol levels. Also, it can help boost your metabolism, improve insulin resistance, improve brain health and cognition, and more. Now, this doesn't mean to go and eat tons and tons of coconut oil, but it is great in moderation. So some examples of coconut products are coconut milk, ideally without added sweeteners or thickeners, etc. I like to get it from the can and then put it in smoothies, soups, make golden milk with it with that turmeric as well as coconut flakes that you can add to oatmeal or smoothies, uh, coconut oil for cooking and baking, coconut yogurt that's unsweetened. There are lots of different coconut options out there. Also, you've maybe heard of MCT oil or medium, tra medium chain tri... Let's try that again. I knew I was going to get it wrong. MCT oil or medium chain triglyceride oil is a supplement made from coconut oil and it can help reduce inflammation in the gut and can get rid of bad gut bacteria. I've had this in smoothies or my coffee in the morning. Moving right along to number eight is zinc. Many, many people are deficient in zinc and a deficiency in zinc can cause problems with diversity of bacteria in the gut as well as leaky gut. It helps to protect the mucus layer of that gut, and it helps to boost your immune system. It also helps increase the diversity of your microbiome. It also supports skin health and wound healing. So if you have a skin condition like eczema or psoriasis or topical steroid withdrawal, that's something that I'm going through, which I'm going to be touching on very soon here. 
The zinc can kind of help with that. It's found in oysters, shellfish, pumpkin seeds, grass-fed red meat, legumes, hemp seeds, and more. Number nine on this lovely list of 14 gut healing nutrients is vitamin D. You have probably heard of vitamin D, and most people are deficient in it. This is partly because some people live in climates that are colder in the winter and don't get as much sun during those times, um, or even just in the summer as well, not getting outside enough or not getting enough sunlight. So your body produces vitamin D when you are exposed to the sun. So vitamin D can help to prevent cancer, depression, osteoporosis, and autoimmune disease. It can also help to reduce inflammation, which we know inflammation causes lots of different diseases and problems and symptoms. It can help to improve your mood, boost your bone health, and more. Vitamin D helps you to absorb calcium, which is important for the body. Like I said before, it vitamin D can help boost your bone health. And this be, is because, as you probably know, calcium is healthy for your bones. And vitamin D helps to absorb that calcium. So it's good for your bone health. It also helps to support your immune system. So your body makes vitamin D when it's exposed to the sun, but you can also get it from supplements and oily fish, as well as mushrooms and egg yolks. But most people would probably benefit from taking a vitamin D supplement. You can actually get tested for your vitamin D level or ask your doctor about taking a supplement. I currently take 5,000 units a day from my doctor's recommendations. Um, a lot of people take vitamin D, and it's a really great option to add on because many, many people are deficient in it, especially if it is the winter months. For number 10, I'm going to be talking about vitamin A. So vitamin A is found in animal sources as retinoids and in plant sources as carotenoids. So think beta carotene in carrots, leafy greens, etc. Vitamin A supports your immune system, and it also can help to improve leaky gut. Vitamin A is best from animal sources because it's the most bioavailable. It's more easily used by your body. So beef liver is like the number one option for getting vitamin A. A lot of people don't like to eat beef liver, though, and I totally get that. So I actually take a beef liver supplement. Um, you can also get it from grass-fed beef, eggs, and high-quality butter. Number 11 is butyrate-producing foods, or prebiotics. So let's talk about what butyrate is. I'll try to make this not too confusing for you. So butyrate is a short-chain fatty acid or a postbiotic. So we have prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics. Prebiotics feed good bacteria or probiotics, and these probiotics break these prebiotics down and create postbiotics. So hopefully that kind of makes sense. But postbiotics can include vitamins like vitamins K and B, amino acids, antimicrobial peptides, which inhibit growth of bad bacteria, etc. But butyrate specifically is a postbiotic or a short-chain fatty acid that reduces inflammation, supports digestion, and helps with GI issues, and can help keep a healthy gut lining, so prevent leaky gut or help to heal leaky gut. And one study showed a potential link between butyrate production and lower insulin resistance, so it can help to manage your blood sugar and prevent type 2 diabetes. So in order for your body to produce butyrate, this postbiotic, you have to eat prebiotics so they can feed that good bacteria in your gut and create this butyrate. So prebiotic or fiber-rich food examples are apples, avocados, artichokes, bananas, onions, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, berries, kale, garlic, cucumbers, seeds, nuts, celery, beans, and there are so many more. So again, getting diverse food in your diet, lots of different plant foods, will help so that you can produce butyrate and get the benefits that I mentioned before. 
All right, we are getting down to our last three. So number 12 is dandelion. This might sound kind of weird, but dandelion greens can help with liver detoxification as well as improve bile flow to help break down fats. So it can help with your digestion and your detoxification. It can help to lower inflammation and it helps with constipation as well. So it also might improve blood sugar, blood pressure. It can help with weight loss, boost your immune system, and more. These dandelion greens have a lot of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, and fiber. You can eat dandelion cooked or raw or make it as tea. This next one is actually turmeric's cousin. It is ginger, number 13. So ginger aids in digestion. It increases metabolism. It helps with satiety, so keeping you full. And it helps with nausea, gas, and constipation. So kind of fun story. My husband and I went to Hawaii a few years ago, and we went on this um, volcano tour thing. We had to get get up really, really early, like 3 a.m., because we were going to go watch the sunrise from the top of a volcano. And it was amazing. But a lot of people on this bus would get motion sickness and get nauseous because it's very bumpy and windy and all that stuff. And my husband gets nauseous and motion sickness very easily. So the tour guide actually gave everybody some real ginger chews, like ginger candies, had real ginger in it because he said it helps with motion sickness and nausea. And it actually did help my husband. He gets motion sick very easily and he didn't have any issues with those ginger chews. So it was really, really cool. And I sometimes will get nauseous in the mornings. I've just always been that way since I was a kid. And so sometimes I will put ginger in my smoothies to help with that. So it's a really great tool for that kind of thing. Ginger is also anti-inflammatory and an antioxidant. So with ginger, you can add it to stir fries, smoothies, marinades, soups, etc. It's very versatile. I also add it to my turmeric drinks at times, um, like jamu juice usually has ginger in it. So It's a really great combination with turmeric. And last but definitely not least on this list of 14 gut healing nutrients is magnesium. Please listen up to this because most people are deficient in magnesium. Magnesium is needed for many different cell functions and it's a relaxation mineral. Magnesium helps your muscles to relax and relaxations of your digestive system. Did I say relaxations? I went back. I did say relaxations. That was weird. Relaxation of your digestive system ensures you are digesting well and going to the bathroom enough. So many people, like I said, are deficient, and it's often not tested for or diagnosed. Signs of magnesium... (sighs) Guys, can't talk today. Signs of magnesium deficiency are constipation, headaches, migraines, fatigue, muscle cramps, insomnia, anxiety, irritability, high blood pressure, PMS menstrual cramps, and more. That was a lot of symptoms that I listed, and a lot of these things aren't necessarily tied back to magnesium deficiency, and many doctors don't actually test people for their magnesium levels unless there's something really, really serious going on. So it could be something that's very easily missed. And a lot of people are magnesium deficient for a few different reasons. One is that we don't get enough of it in our diet because people aren't eating enough plant foods or nuts. I'm going to talk about what magnesium is in later. We just don't get enough in our diet. Also, our soil is becoming more deficient in certain minerals like magnesium. And also people participate in habits that can lower magnesium levels like alcohol consumption or having excess salt. Now, I just want to say this really quick while we're here. Salt isn't necessarily always bad. We do need salt. So doing low sodium everything isn't really the answer, but having 
way, 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 way too much can cause issues. But also things that can cause magnesium deficiency is excess coffee and soda, chronic stress, heavy periods, which can be related to hormone imbalances, which can relate back to gut imbalances. Again, everything connects. Also certain medications and more. So there are lots of reasons that people can be deficient in magnesium, but you can get magnesium in your diet by eating pumpkin seeds, beans, nuts like almonds, cashews, and walnuts, Brazil nuts, and pecans, leafy greens, dark chocolate, good news for chocolate lovers, avocados, and seaweed. There are also magnesium supplements out there, but make sure you talk to your doctor before starting those. Some of them can cause you to go to the bathroom a little bit more. So don't want to have that laxative effect if you don't need it. All right, we made it through all 14. So to recap, the 14 gut healing nutrients I talked about today were bone broth, fermented foods, collagen, turmeric, aloe, organic meat and fish, coconut products, zinc, vitamin A, vitamin D, butyrate producing foods like prebiotics and fiber rich foods, dandelion, ginger, and magnesium. Again, remember, everybody is different and may react differently to all of these different nutrients, and none of these are a replacement for an overall healthy lifestyle. It's really important to be consistent in eating a healthy diet with a variety of whole, minimally processed foods, as well as working on stress management, exercise, hydration, sleep, and more. It's a holistic process. These 14 nutrients are just some examples of gut boosters. All right. Thank you so, so much for listening to the Happy Gut Podcast. I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Happy Gut Podcast. I'll be back next week with another episode. If you liked it, I'd love it if you could leave a positive review. I'd also love it if you shared it with your friends and family, maybe your coworkers, maybe your uh, barista, whoever. You can find all sources and a link to my website in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at It's Jamie Wagner. See you next time.